You're listening to the Level Best Network. This is the Intercot Insider Live, episode number 98. The Intercot Insider Live is brought to you by Magical Journeys, Intercot's official travel agency and the Disney vacation experts, and by the good folks at the official Ticket Center. For tickets to your favorite Central Florida theme parks and attractions at discounted rates. And a big hello to all you out there in podcast land. It's episode 98, part two. Only you didn't get to hear part one. Because once again, John's recording equipment went on the fritz, apparently. Thank you, Skype, for changing your API or whatever you did to screw up our whole podcast. But we are here, episode 98, and uh, originally had taped the first part of this prior to me going to a media event for Pandora. Well, now I've been to the big media event for Pandora, so... It'll be good timing either way. With me tonight, we've got Carolyn. Hello, Carolyn from Canada. Hello, John. Representing the nation. The sister's still not available. We just can't No, she works. She only has Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday nights off. She's working for a living, huh? She's putting the news out there. Loverboy song. Aren't they from Canada? Who? Loverboy? Aren't they? Yeah. I thought they were. For sure. Working for the weekend. No, that's working for a living. No, I don't know. Anyway, Jason, <laughs> how are you? you? You were right the first time. All right, Jason, how are you? Hello, uh, doing legend, well. The legendary Figmod from Intercot. Yes. Figment, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, also from uh, suburbs of Philadelphia, Ian Mitchell. <laughs> that was an interesting introduction. Well, how's those uh, flyers? No, they're out. Uh, Phillies, Sixers. Anybody? Eagles? No. Bueller? This is a uh, audio podcast, Ian. I'm just right now. Right. Full disclosure, we are all very yeah. sleepy right now. Yeah, yeah, yes. Running on fumes here for episode uh, 98. And uh, in honor of 98, I've got this. I, we, we, we were trying to think uh, 98 degrees, right? Because... No, it we was, were talking about how hot it how was hot the last was. time we recorded. Right. And then Which is completely gone by the wayside because now it's dreary it's and cold and rainy. rainy. And, yeah, it's like seventy seven. We've had tornadoes in the last three or four days here in Hilton Head. And we just got we just got a bunch of thunderstorms too. Torrential rain and uh, Walt Disney World when I was down there the one night that almost caused them to cancel the Pandora preview uh, as well. But 98, 98 degrees. We were, we're having trouble last time coming up with their biggest hits, and we, we've got it now. If only you could see John dancing I right know. now. I've got it. So, uh, yeah, anyway, that was their biggest hit. Last time we were like the Invisible Man or something, we had yeah. kind of pulled up. Apparently, give me one night. I don't know. We Googled. Give me just one night. Uno noche. I know. I'm a little punch drunk here, I, I swear. Uh, running on fumes, uh, basically, is what... Running on empty. Yeah. Run. Uh-huh. Running wild. Running into the sky. Wait. Hold on. That deserves a... All right. Thank you. Thank you. Singing on the podcast already. So, yeah, it's been... Wow. Been a crazy... Uh, 
a few days. Like I said, we did record this once. So uh, if we get bored at some point, we'll just move on. Uh, talk Because to us, we're talking about the same stuff that we talked about before, almost. Um, but the reality is um, I just got back from the uh, World of Avatar preview media event thing. Uh, it went on uh, from Tuesday the 23rd through uh, today. Uh, was the final bit of it. Hey, Ian, at the breakfast this morning, I was thinking of this. I, I meant to send you the picture. Bob Chapek was there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. Like, I, oh, nice. I'd never seen Bob in person. Got to see him this morning. He he came out and um, we had a small little breakfast thing of like less than 30 folks that do what we call new media or fan media, I guess is one of the things that they call it now. Um, and... He came out and thanked us before he was headed off to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which is also uh, Mission Breakout opening, I guess, today mm-hmm. in uh, California, Disney's California Adventure, which uh, if you've been out there, took the place of uh, Tower of Terror. It's a, I guess they did a whole overlay thing. So, um, But yeah, he was flying out before that. So I was thinking of you this morning as he was... Speaking to me, I'm like, I got to get a picture of Bob Chapek because we've <laughs> talked about him a number of times on the podcast and I, I don't think I'd ever seen him there. So anyway, um, the Pandora event. Yeah, it uh, went on. It was it was cool. The The first night just to, to kind of review. I mean, a week ago, I did a one day preview of Pandora. Um, that was during the day. Um, this time they brought us back for three days and actually we got to see Pandora during the day and also at night more on that in a second we also got to see the uh, happily ever after fireworks which i hadn't seen yet so um i liked them i'm i'm gonna yeah say. i watched i i spoiled it for myself i watched it on youtube did you it, it looked nice yeah like no, there's I, lots going yeah. on all the time there's a lot of fireworks too i you know so and, you know, I understand folks were a little bit upset about wishes going away. And I think, quite frankly, they'll be the same of that if they ever uh, get rid of reflections of Earth, even though, you know, we all, a lot of us, I won't say we all, but a lot of us have very fond attachment to the show. I think, you know, when something plays that long, you certainly have that. Uh, but I think this is a pretty good replacement. And... um I actually shot video of it from start to end. They gave me a nice place to actually set up my my tripod and camera and everything. And so uh, we'll have that going up to uh, Facebook and also the YouTube channel and the website itself. Nice. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, it's a 18-minute show, lots of fireworks, and, of course, the projection mapping on the castle just keeps getting better and better. I think my only complaint about the whole thing is that um, it, it just creates a big glump of people, for yeah. lack of a better term, uh, on Main Street, USA. Whereas before, you know, uh, you know, when I used to go in the 70s when I was a youngster. Um, <laughs> you could, you know, we watch it from wherever. I mean, you could be in Frontierland, whatever. You could be behind the castle. You'd still get a good show. I think at this point, if you're not out in front, you are missing like three quarters of the show. Does this replace the other castle projection show? Like that's, that, is that gone too, or? That'd be a big fat negative. Carolyn, thanks for asking so they, and appreciate the segue there. Uh, the Once Upon a Time projection show is still going. 
They, I mean, they previewed that not too long ago. So right. they actually do still have that. That is, hmm. so it's, that one's projections only, no fireworks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the happily ever after utilizes both. And it, it, it's not only that, but it's also uh, lasers, lights, uh, the projection, fireworks. So um, it's a little bit different. They've added a lot of stuff. Another thing I did, by the way, too, and I'll have audio of this. I, I may have to publish like a special um, podcast thing of just the um, interviews I did. I actually did interviews with um, a couple of folks involved in, in creating um, both of those shows. Um, and they talked to me about what the challenges were and, and some of the other stuff. So we're, we're turning into a full service cool. media organization here. Wow. I know. You need press credentials. Crazy. Well, I have them. What are you talking about? I did. No, but I mean, like, you need like the little hat. Oh, I need a little the hat, hat with the little <laughs> thing that says press the in the front of it. Press it. Yeah. That's... Like, yeah, see? I got press. the scoop. I got the scoop on them. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, indeed. And we'll just play some teletype sounds in the background too. You know, <laughs> that'll be great. KYW news time. Boop. <laughs> 823. Um, yeah. So that, that was interesting. And, and not only that in Pandora, the next day, uh, I talked with, um, two different folks and got video interviews of that. So you could see my dopey face, um, interviewing them with my, ultra short haircut now. So it was a little annoying looking at me, but you know, whatever. So, um, I don't know. I don't like looking at myself, uh, let alone hearing myself, but, um, you know, it was, it was a good weekend. Um, so I, I, we can go through some of the stuff. I, I definitely want to talk about Pandora. Um, warning, warning. If you don't want to hear about this much like, uh, if you don't want to, see videos of it don't watch it and tune out for probably about the next 20 minutes or so uh, as we go through discussing maybe 15 i won't make it so long this time last time i felt like i babbled on um but um the land is cool we'll just we'll go with that um this time i got to bring my son along with me at least for the nighttime part of things um but you know upon entering pandora i think Everybody's going to be impressed with the way things look, uh, the attention to detail. Um, as I've said in one of the videos and in the first version of this podcast, I think the detail is only about second to that of Cars Land. I think it's very immersive. It's very um, um, just the depth there that you can see, the mountains in the background, things like that. Ian, are you playing games? I'm just wondering this time whether you're. Maybe doing. I'm not. I'm listening very <laughs> intently to what you're saying, John. I'm just checking. I'm not taking last quizzes time, or anything. Last time Ian was taking quizzes while I was talking. I think he was totally tuned out. In fairness, that was like a half an hour into the thing. I mean, it wasn't at the beginning. I'm just, I'm just checking. Just bring it that up. That makes it, it better. not at the beginning. That yeah, makes it so much better. He's just taking quizzes during the podcast. Anyway. Wait, wait. Um, can I ask a question? Yeah, you can. Does anybody know what your happy days debuted? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was 19. Um, move, move on. Uh, anyway. So, yeah, you know, I mean, it was five years in the making, which seems like a really long time. And it was kind of a really long time. But uh, I will say that the way it looks um, and the way it turned out, pretty darn good. And um, in the ride, Flight of Passage, um, we've got a winner. 
I don't think there's any other way to put it. Um, after going on it a week ago, and now I've been on it eight times total, I think, which is ridiculous wow. to begin with. Wow. Um, but I, and I'm saying this and I'm not joking. I seen two people come off that ride literally crying because it was so good. Which no like, joke. Cry, like, like like a little tear streaming like, down or like, like weeping. Emotional that the ride was that good. And then one really? teenage girl that came up, it was the funniest thing. She shouted as she was leaving, this is life changing. <laughs> What's wrong with people? I know. Um, Ian, I'm just gonna say, it is. It, there's something about the ride that you get very connected to, where you're in Soren. You're a little bit detached from it. It's like you're watching kind of. I mean, you know, you're watching a projection in this one because of the 3D and the movement of the ride vehicles, which, by the way, look like little mini mini bikes or something like that that you get uh, strapped into. Um, it, there is a connection my, uh, to put it the way I've put it. And my son said the same thing for the first 30 seconds of the ride. You're sitting there and you think, well, okay, this is all right. You know, you're thinking maybe it's like a star tours kind of meets Soren kind of ride. And about 30 seconds in things kick in and it's unlike any feeling you've had. I mean, it's it's like virtual reality, only you're on the bike there instead of having one of the headset goggles on. But it's completely immersive. Sights, sounds, smells, movement. There are a couple times where it just looks like you're going to dive down hundreds of stories. It is really cool. And the bike will kind of move up at that point where you're feeling like, Oh my gosh, here we go. You know, you're flying down. And, and one of the other cool things is at the end of it and, and not again, if you don't want the spoilers tune out, um, it, it, it doesn't spoil anything per se, but when the Banshee actually lands at the end, it really does feel like you're kind of landing on this cliff and just the way they've got the movement synced with everything and the 3d um, it's fantastic. I really, I, I don't know if it's my, it's still, I still think, I hate to say this, but I still think Harry Potter, The Forbidden Journey is still my favorite ride. But if that's like a 10, this is a nine and a half. I mean, and it, Disney's got a hit in this. There are going to be lines. People are going to be wanting to do this. Um, Animal Kingdom's going to be crowded. I'm, I'm just going to say that. that. Good. Yeah. Keep them over there. <laughs> I knew Ian was going to say that. Now, there had been a bunch of stuff since we recorded this the last time because we yeah. sort of touched on it about um, about the size, different body types yeah. and stuff, not being able to ride. Mm-hmm. And and uh, you posted a picture of they have like the like a, I'm going to call it a motorcycle, but it's not a motorcycle. But the thing that you sit on that's like a motorcycle. Right. So they have one sitting out front of the ride so you can test it and see if you can actually get in. And it looks yeah. as though because since we last talked, we were mm-hmm. like, well, it's not you're not like. If you're a big person, it's not necessarily that. It's like nope. your body type. If you're really yep. tall, or it yep. looks like when you're okay. So think of it as a motorcycle. You're sitting yep. on a motorcycle. Your legs are bent. Yep. And you're straddling the motorbike. You got and it. And your knees look like they're sort of inside. Yeah. Like when, like on a motorcycle, your knees are just out there in the wind. 
but this is like inside. Does yeah. it like clamp Easy onto your that part of your leg, or yeah. is it like the Good. calf of your leg? All perfect questions, Carolyn. So yeah, it, originally the, if the internet was in a frenzy to begin with. That that there was not a you know, that you might go through this queue and never know if you could ride it only to be kicked off, you know, wait three hours in line and whatever. Well, there should have been no frenzy because they told us right up front that they were going to have a test vehicle out front, which they do. And by the way, the test vehicle that looks sort of like what it is, but it's not altogether like what it is. So if you look at that and you think that that's going to be the exact ride vehicle, it's like that, but it's not. So you'll see what I mean when you when you actually go in. Odd choice. I wonder why they. Well, it, 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 there's electronics and there's a digital dashboard on the front and there's a few other things and so it's 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 a, a pretty it's, good replica. It's a dumbed down test. version. Yeah, it's a dumbed down you're... version. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, exactly. So you do get on. You 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 know like you're getting boarding a motorcycle or a bike. You know you put one leg over and then you sit on the seat and you scooch your way forward. Okay. And the, the big trick for most people are going to be, okay, push your feet as far forward as possible, get your legs as far forward as possible and your body up against there's like kind of a little chest plate thing that, that you, you're going to push up against. Once you do that, the, the biggest trouble I have seen with folks so far, um, is a, the, uh, restraints come in behind your back. There's a thing that kind of swings up and hits you about in mid back. And then there are two restraints, one behind like each one of your calves. Okay. Now, I mean, I've got, you know, thick legs, but not, not huge legs, but that, I mean, I could see where that could be a problem. Uh, it could be a problem with people who are pretty tall. I've heard that people who are big and tall, like, you know, six, four, six, five might have, you know, and are and are big as well, um, might have issues. Um, that being said, I've been on it seven times or eight times now. I've never seen anybody not able to ride it. And with the exception of the last time when my son and I actually got to ride alone, completely alone on this ride, by the way, no one else in the theater, period. Okay, there's there's three rows. And I think, by the way, I think I said three cars on each row and I swear that looking at it last night that there were only two sections not three sections but um again I may be wrong on that but um we looked we looked uh, left and right didn't see anybody so there might be three sections now that I'm thinking about it but anyway uh regardless um yeah I, I mean you might have a little bit of a problem there like they said it's not being poo sized per se it's it's just body type. It's one of those Shake. things. I mean, there were there were some folks that were, um, you know, poo sized on our in our rows and stuff, and were completely able to ride this ride. I mean, one the, one, one of the guys um, that that does another um, podcast that I was with, they did have to kind of get somebody to push his back in. You know, to get it to click one more time, you know, not his back, oh. the back rest. The, the, back the, yeah, the, yeah, that's what I, yeah, the back restraints. <laughs> they like no, they pushed his back. I'm picturing, you know what I'm, wait, you know what I'm picturing? What? I'm picturing Apollo 13 when they put them in the chairs and they stomp on their chest and they're yanking no, the restraints. No, 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 no. So imagine, imagine like a, um, I don't know, where, where you sit in a stool and it's got kind of that little back part, 
you know, halfway up that sticks up in the air. Not not like a regular chair, but only has a, a thing that's like a know, low back. Yeah, low bar back stool. Yeah, but that's exactly it. So imagine if they just pushed that so that it clicked one more time. That's all right. That was the whole thing. Like I've seen that happen a couple times where they've had to get get in there and just they had problems getting that back restraint to click. I'm going to bet that Disney addresses that like somehow either with maybe a vehicle that's maybe a little bit longer or something that allows things to. But, you know, my guess is that at some point they're they'll probably have a, a car that accommodates um, folks that are a little larger, so, or, you know, or have a different kind of body type than fits in the ride or taller or whatever. So, um, that being said, again, I didn't see anybody get booted off, but I'm hearing word that it's happening. So, um, hmm. but, um, the ride is, you know, I, I don't know what more I can say, but it's, it's absolutely fantastic. And having never seen Avatar, which I haven't still, I own the disc, but I haven't seen it. Um, I'll see it soon. You don't need to know Avatar to either A, appreciate the land, the theming, the way things look. Um, otherwise, you know, you're, you're just... I kind of figured that was going to be the case. I mean, when I wrote the Harry Potter ride, never having read a single Harry Potter book or been, you know, seen a Harry Potter movie, it didn't affect my enjoyment of Are the you attraction. Me? Like, at okay, all. so It's a Wonderful Life and Harry Potter, both, you haven't seen any. Really? Like, Harry what Potter. Else ha- is... What else haven't you seen? Harry. Not my thing, my friend. I've never seen Walking Dead. I was just talking about that to somebody. Mm-hmm. No, I don't do wizards and like all that <laughs> stuff. Like I'm not a wizard guy. I don't like, do wizards. I don't do wizards. Come on, you're like, a wizard, do I look like, Harry. Do I look like a wizard? Kind you're a wizard, Ian. Like, not, not wizards. <laughs> no, that's my brother. You want wizards? Call my brother. He'll, uh, he'll, he'll uh, talk wizards uh, with you. Okay. <laughs> Didn't do Dungeons and Dragons when you were a kid? No. Yeah, that when I was a kid. Did you do that? Yeah, yeah. Of course. Oh, Everybody really? Did. You were one He's of those a kids. Reformed nerd. We all did that when we were young, though. I, like, I didn't. The, even the non-nerds did. I thought the nerds were the one doing the Dungeons. And Dragons. Oh, I think at a certain point, yeah, it became for nerds. That Jason, was like did you do I, Dungeons and Dragons? I think I'm the wrong oh, generation for that. No. No. no, no, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> How about do you remember they had tons of those? Remember Zork? Zork was a fun. <laughs> I remember Leisure Suit Larry. Leisure Suit Larry. That wasn't text based though. Jen no. and I used to play Zach McCracken and the Alien Mindbenders, which was like a cleaner version of Leisure Suit Larry. Was Same it? idea. They even, had, yeah. they even had a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy game that I did that they? was the text based one. Yeah, there's a sim online. Just Google it, you can play it. Huh. All right. Where were we? I don't know. We were in Pandora. Uh, nerds. The world we're of talking Avatar. About nerds. I'm talking about nerds. Oh, so yeah, yeah you, didn't, to you didn't have to see nerd. it to uh, to uh, to do the land. But um, so the the other attraction there um, was uh, the Navi River uh, ride. What's what's the official name of that? I'm going to get it wrong. <laughs> light or something. Right? Or, no, or some no, no. Oh, no, Rivers are light is the is the nighttime show. Sorry. Oh good 
this a navi river journey navi yeah navi river journey that's not a very that's not a very original name you know well i mean i i was calling it the navi river ride so i mean journey i was only one word off but um so i i think what i said you know we went through that and you know there have kind of been mixed reviews on that and i think the best thing i can say is a i i still liked it but I'm a person that understands the need. There's a need for an e-ticket ride, and there's right. a, a need for a C-ticket ride, okay? And not like, everything is going to be an e-ticket. Yeah. Right. right. And so if you look at it that way, um, it's, a, it's a nice ride. The boats, by the way, two rows can seat max of about three across. Um, which is interesting, the boat configuration. Usually they have three rows or more, and... Yeah, I don't know whether it was a space constraints or whether they wanted it more intimate or whatever, but um, we've got video of that already up and online. Um, so you definitely can see that on our Facebook page and we'll be popping that up to uh, YouTube as well. Um, it's it's good. It's I mean, it takes you through the bioluminescent uh, forest and they've got, uh, you know, a bunch of projection based effects and and two things that look like audio animatronics, but only one that actually is. So um, the the shaman um, at the end is a pretty amazing audio audio animatronic who doesn't sing very well. <laughs> She's all echoey and we'll judge. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, sure he does his best on, on a on American it's a Idol. Girl. It's a girl, by it's the way. It's a she. Yeah. Yeah. It's a she. That's what I meant. I'm sure she does her best. But uh, no, I mean it's funny because yeah, I told you I, I'd never seen the movie. Now, well, what what happens? You're you're not in the movie. I think it's from the movie. Yeah. So you're floating through it, right? And and you go in and you start hearing jungle sounds and things like that. And gradually the song that plays on the ride kind of builds and builds to the to the end where the shaman is actually singing the song along with it. And it's it's just funny. You'll see what I mean. I mean. I'm joking around, but, um, I mean, it was intentionally done that way, obviously. Uh, but the fluidity of movement of that and, uh, the size of the audio animatronic is very impressive. Um, I, I'm, I, I'll just be honest. The only thing I would have done to plus the ride is stuck another actual audio animatronic or two in there, maybe to, um, have just up the, uh, the quotient a little bit on the ride, but yeah. But I think everybody's going to like it. It's um, it's a dark ride. There's a lot to look at. Um, lots of vibrant colors, um, and so yeah, the the kids will love it. I'm sure. And and you get to see a lot of the Pandorian uh, av- uh, animals moving around, and the folks, and the, I don't know, whatever. The folks looks good. That Pandorian. <laughs> Pandorian. I don't. What Pandorian. do they call them? themselves Andalorians. Pandalorians? Pandalorians. <laughs> I, I, I Pandalorians? may have just I may have just oh, you beat me to it Carolyn I was just gonna say I may it. have just <laughs> made that up on the spot James Cameron thank me all right so oh he was there too by the way which was cool along with Sigourney Weaver saw her that was cool who who was the guy I was like galaxy quest go ahead that you saw last time Jonathan uh, Land oh uh John Landau Who's, who is I that? Don't know I, who that is. I recognize that name, and I don't know who. I, he is. I think like if Cameron is the producer, he's the director. Okay. Oh, Executive right. producer. Is he any he's relation director, to Martin? Right? That's the only Landau I know. I, I'm, I hope I'm getting this wrong. Jason's looking. I can tell right now. No, uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe find it quickly, please. I was looking through the last notes. 
John Landau was a member of the Rhodesian Parliament who served as the chief (laughs) scout of the Scout Association of Rhodesia. John Landau. (laughs) Are you sure? Oh, John Landau, film producer. Yeah, film producer. That would be the guy. The other guy was cooler. I've actually got a picture. Um, He is best known for producing Titanic. Yep. That's how I know him. Yep. So there you go. Did did somebody tell you, like, oh, that's John Landau? No, I actually recognized him. But, but I've but, never seen this person in my life. How would really? you possibly recognize this guy? I don't know, maybe it was because of Titanic or something. And, you know, um, usually you well, he get... Would, he was also Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Dick Tracy. Wow. Okay, there you go. So he's worked with Disney, too. So, yep. um, no, honestly, it, it, not only do you... I, I kind of recognize because, you know, they usually they have people around them, handlers and stuff. And you're like trying to figure out who that was. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's and I went over and I was like, hey, can I get a picture? And nobody was nobody was approaching him or anything. And he was like, yeah, cool. Because nobody knows who he is. I had no idea. who. Pretty famous was. dude, actually. On Landau. I, Pretty never heard I, I know his name, but I wouldn't know him. To I mean, he's the second most famous Landau. Well, I mean, producer of of. Quite frankly, two of the largest grossing films of all time. I mean, between Titanic and Avatar. So, really? Yeah, really? I just pulled that yeah, card. That, that had nothing to That's do right. with James I just, Cameron. Right? I just pulled that card. To... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not working. I mean, he helped bring Cameron's vision to life. I'm sure Cameron gave him uh, mad props. So. She did. <laughs> of course he did. So, uh, anyway, moving. Mad props to the second mm-hmm. banana. Moving on. Um. Uh, real quick, touch on the food there uh, in the Pandorian uh, cafeteria over there. <laughs> what the heck is I kid. I kid. Uh, I'm trying to look up the Satuli Canteen, right? There you go. All right. Yep. So uh, I did get to eat uh, the cheeseburger pods this time. Um, now, is that those things that look like they're wrapped in white dough yes, and twisted ex- like a flower? Exactly. So they sort of look like a little flower bulb or something like that, only that's a little that's had a little too much to eat, you know, as if you had a bulb. <laughs> and then it kind of grows. A little big, chubby. A little chubby. A little chubby. Yep. Too big and, to ride the ride. Exactly. Well, you know, <laughs> really. Depends on where it is. Really? All right. Um, no, it looks like a big, huge garlic. Like that too. Yeah. Okay. Garlic. So yeah, a really oversized garlic. So yeah, that's what it is. And essentially that the, those pods are, that's dough. Um, and on the inside, they've, in the, the one for the kids, they've got, it's like hamburger, mustard, ketchup, and pickles all together. Uh, and it was actually pretty good. I will say Can that. Can you ask for no pickles or is it just pre-made and you get what you get? I didn't ask. So I'm no pickles. You'll get like pickles either. I don't know. Um, I will say um, um, it's a little doughy. I, I, I mean, I mean, I think sound, but, it doesn't sound good. It actually so it's a hamburger, does. but instead of a bun, you get you get the the dough. pod dough. So is this sort of like this is like the the Avatar version of the handwich? Is that what it is like? Like the, <laughs> the unique food item that's and the, wait, what do you the call Pandorian that? Handwich. Pandorian what is it handwich. called? It's it's some sort of. And it's pod. called a cheeseburger pod. Pod. That's what yeah. it's called. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Ew. pod. The uh, and, like, no, the and there's another pod. pod. There's like a I, I want to say like like a vegetarian kind of pod or something. Yeah. Uh, are there pods in the movie? Like, is this like some theming? I don't character? Know. They may have created it for the. Uh, I, I, I think no they idea. created it. Well, the and, 
the land takes place after the third sequel, which hasn't been released yet. Right. So it's possible some of these things will be in the forthcoming films. Yeah. The pods. The pods. And sandwich when you order a when you order a pod, does it come with French fries? Well, so, or is there so some here's, magnificent side dish? Here's the problem with that. Yeah, I wouldn't know uh, because essentially they just had a food of table or a table of food, a food of table. Did I just say, oh, man, I am, I am running. Food on, of table they I am, food, food of Yoda. table. Yes. Food good. Of table, it, yes. Good. It was. Mm. Uh, I'm running on fumes, people. Like, like four hours of sleep for the last three nights in a row. Um, Anyway, it just had it all laid out for us. So we got in the line and just pick and choose what we wanted. Um, so I don't, I don't know exactly what it comes with. I'm sorry about that. I probably should have taken a picture of the menu. but um, Now that's where the mobile ordering will start at yes. before it expands out to Animal Kingdom. And they did show there's a video tutorial out. And they did show you can customize most of the uh, items. So oh, really? you might be able to Including pick the pot, no pickles. Maybe. They didn't the, show that in the example. Hold the pickles, but, hold the lettuce. Shut up, lady, you're upset us. Is that true lettuce? Serve it your way. Yeah, I know. Uh, yes, that's uh, good. Boy, have so. it your way at Burger King. Have it your way. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that that was pretty good. Uh, the the other, th- though, a little bit doughy. It depends. If you like a lot of dough, then it might be your thing. For me, I thought it was pretty good. Um, it's meant to be kids kind of fair, I think, but I have a feeling a lot of adults will get it. Uh, the other thing is it kind of, otherwise, the restaurant reminded me of kind of almost a Chipotle kind of thing, where you pick your protein, pick your veggie, pick your rice, pick this, and put it all together in sort of a bowl. And like if you were to get a bowl at Chipotle. So... Um, and they said, you know, most of the things are kicked up a little bit, have a little unique spices on them and stuff like that. Um, I found them pretty good. The chicken I like better than the beef. Um, veggies were fine. Um, but it's all, it's all normal food. Like they're not serving you like <coughs> iguana legs. No, on nothing, toast or nothing, anything. nothing weird. No. I mean, it was just oh, okay. regular veggies. That, that was oddly specific. Iguana toast. No, I mean like iguana just, legs just, on toast. Wow. Just like. I, I keep thinking because you see the pictures and it's hard to like tell what type of food that is because it's like a burger in a pod. Right. So you're like, what is that on the inside there? You don't know what it is. Yeah, but the other part was. So it's you normal know, it food. It's just presented up, in yeah. a weird yeah. way. I mean, it's almost like up. a stir fry, some of the other stuff. Yeah. It, or well, like okay. noodle bowls or something I, like I that. I wouldn't call it stir fry per se, but it would, you know, like they had. Uh, you know, chicken that was like sautéed or whatever, and they've got uh, beef, and then they had some kind of rice, and but they've got like three or four different kinds of sauces you can put on things. So there are plenty of different combinations you could come up and with, and your veggies and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it wasn't bad. I, you know, I the only thing that I would say is you're probably going to have a hard time convincing your kids to eat a cheeseburger pod. I mean, I know, I mean, our kids would have never. I mean, even if you told them it was cheeseburger in it, they would have been like, oh, I'm not having that. It's just kind of different. You know, it's different looking. Mm-hmm. Now, it tastes well, I can good. tell you right now, my youngest one would never touch it. She would, you know, be totally freaked out. But who knows? If, if the kids have seen Avatar, maybe they'll be excited to try that kind of stuff. I, I just don't know. I, I, it'll be interesting to see how it goes over, quite honestly. Um, it, it could 
It could be wildly successful. It, I, don't I know. wonder if they will start with all of that, but then eventually it'll Modify be like the menu a little bit. The kids' menu is Includes. macaroni and cheese and <laughs> no, chicken nuggets. Avatar nuggets along with uh, <laughs> Banshee, Banshee nuggets. nuggets. There Banshee goes. nuggets. <laughs> They're blue. <laughs> uh, that's bad. We both went there. Um, so, yeah, no, it's... Yeah, you what never part know. of the Banshee is this from? I know. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she what, likes. What else? Oh, okay. So, um, merchandise, I will tell you, one of the most popular things... Uh, you will see all around Animal Kingdom Park and your kids will be begging you to buy is the uh, the little banshees that sit on your shoulder. Um, they are very cool. They're $49. Uh, they come in a bunch of different colors and they're like miniature audio animatronics. Basically, they slip a magnet of sorts, a kind of a U-shaped magnet on your shoulder. They put the banshee on top of the magnet. So you put the magnet underneath your clothes so, you know, people can't see it there. And then the Banshee sits on your perched on your shoulder. And then you get a controller that you can wrap around to your other hand. And that controller controls its mouth, the wings and the head movement. And if you get to operating this, well, it looks pretty real and it's convincing um, hmm. that it almost looks alive. Um, Are they, they're not very heavy though. Like I keep mm -mm. thinking that if it's sitting on your shoulder, it's going to pull your nope. shirt and kind of hang. Nope. And Nope, not at all. I, I mean, you know, they're kind of like a mylar kind of, not mylar, but you know, like kind of a rubbery, I think I made the reference in the last show, like a rubber chicken, you know, yeah. like yeah. that kind of, it's made out of that sort of material and it's got some kind of skeleton on the inside that this little controller controls and it looks really cool and they were selling like hotcakes a a week ago when i was there and again there the other day and at 49 dollars, quite frankly of all the things that you could get like the kids are going to have fun with that it and you know compared to the prices of some other things it it seemed like a pretty good value and i hope they don't raise the price so that being said, um, but plenty of other stuff. You can uh, get your face mapped onto an avatar. That whole thing that they were doing that was weird they on scan the, your face. Yeah, that was weird on the little the the princesses that they were doing it. Yeah. They scan the face. And the, and they, the Han Solo thing, too. Well, the Han Solo thing was cool. The princess thing was just weirdly <laughs> creepy. It just didn't turn out right. This looks really cool. I mean, on a blue person, you know, it actually it works but so, i wonder how like those are by the way, 89 me as a blue think, person 80 some dollars 80 little over 80 dollars with tax or something can you tell it's you i i didn't do it so can't answer that I wonder, question i wonder how close closely resemble it is or if they just scan your face and then it's like yeah that, i don't know if that looks I like know. i would think it would have to look at least a bit like you otherwise it would be kind of a huge fail um <laughs> I mean, it really, I mean, that doesn't even look yeah, like true. me. You just pulled that out of a box and you didn't even they, they really. They just got three different ones behind a curve yeah, they, they pull out. Yeah, they just <laughs> randomly just pull out. No, a, I mean, B, and C. I mean, they're doing, it's pretty cool. The, the mapping technology and the scanning and the whole nine yards. And for, I, I mean, I didn't see the before and after uh, with actually someone doing it didn't stay around long enough for that to happen and i'm not even sure if it happens right there while you're there or you come back and pick it up or whatever but um it's cool but i don't know if it's 
for me, you know, like since I didn't watch the movie, eighty plus dollars, cool. I don't know. I would get the. I would definitely get the Banshee. I was tempted. I mean, I would, you know, but I'm like, what am I going to do with this? It'll be another thing on my shelf here at home. So just um, wear it to work. <laughs> well, I mean, and be that, like, what are you talking? This is my hello, pet. Hello, everyone. It's my pet, Gilbert. <laughs> Gilbert the Banshee. Hello. Say hello, Gilbert. <laughs> you know, yeah. Hello. Just walk around the office all day. Yeah. Just, but don't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Just wear it like, yeah, normal. I've been asking for an assistant. So. Right. <laughs> HR said this would be okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He gets no, the phone. For they me. are going to sell. And and they come in like oh, yeah. a box and a kit. And like I said, I think that's a, that's a huge hit. All right. So real quick. Um, do you want to move on to uh, nighttime? So after having done the daytime stuff twice, then we were the first group ever in mass to be allowed in there at night. Um, the land does, I think, look better at night. Actually, I mean, let's be honest. Most of the parks, I think, at nighttime take on just kind of this special appearance. Um, yeah. Uh, they they had a uh, tree of life celebration kind of moment that went on, which was pretty cool. There's a picture up on our uh, Facebook feed of that, um, if you want to check that out. But the land itself, I've got a ton of pictures, so it's going to take me a little while to sort through them. But I will post them, and we'll do a photo album on Facebook. Um, and it's very neat. I mean, really well lit up. I, I was a little surprised. Again, this is spoiler, spoiler, close your ears for the next two minutes if you don't want to hear this. Um, where I thought the sidewalks and everything would be underlit with fiber optics and stuff like that, they're not. They, it, they're, it's actually mm. black black light that shines down on the cracks, and the cracks actually... I don't know if they spread stuff in there or if it's permanent or whatever, but it does look like it's lit up and the colors. So if are I'm standing there, like my that. shadow is going to stop the black light from no, shining on it. No, they've got enough around in oh, they're okay. shining down. De- like almost if you look up, um, you're giving away the secrets of Imagineering here, but if you look up on most of the light poles, there's uh, there are black lights, and they actually shine down on uh, the walkways and things like that. So, the, the the it does appear to come to life in that way that everything's glowy as far as that goes. Um, so, I, I but I was a little surprised. I guess you know we've all been guessing for a while what the bioluminescent would mean, and you know ha- having even been in there during the day. The week prior, I thought, oh, well, they must have just done something like they do in Epcot where they have the, the lights shining up, you know, the little fiber optic-y things, and they've maybe figured out a new way to do this. Well, it's not. Um, that being said, still cool. Not what I expected, though. But the rest of the land, um, there's plenty of glowing, lit-up things throughout, uh, plants that glow come to life, Um even in the water, like sprites that are moving around and things like that. There's a lot of stuff to look at and it's, it is really cool walking around there at night. And I will say um, a professional tip here for those of you who like getting pictures of your vacation and want pictures of this, bring a tripod, definitely bring a tripod. You're going to need it to take the long kind of exposures that are going to be necessary to soak in enough light. And don't use your flash. Yeah. Oh God, no. 
Oh but people think like, oh, it's dark. No, I better the turn number the flash of people on. that that oh. use light to take pictures of light always surprises Stop. me. Stop. Stop. I love that. when I love when people take pictures of fireworks with the flash on too. That's another. <laughs> well, good one. yeah. I'm gonna take a picture of the castle from. Away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure, your flash isn't well, gonna light up the light. But. You know, I know I've done a good job parenting. When my son earlier in the day was in Epcot while I was doing some of this stuff, Michael was off in Epcot and he hadn't ridden Frozen before, so he wanted to go ride that, much like me a few months before. And he texts me, and he's like, "This jerk is lights or uh, what is it? Uh, flash spamming everyone in the ride." And apparently he was taking flash pictures of the whole ride. And then in the next thing, and I, and I turned to somebody and I was like, "Yeah," and even. Like, you know, they have those faces that they're projection, so they'll have no face. And then in the next text, and they have those faces that <laughs> have projections. <laughs> and the idiot doesn't even know that it's not going to turn out. It's not going like, to turn out. I'm like, attaboy, attaboy. That's my boy, that's Michael. That's boy. <laughs> know, you know, that's, he's, he's becoming a miniature yes. me. And if you don't want to carry a tripod, right. you Rest your camera on top of a garbage can right. or a railing or even lean up against something so that you're anchored against something and right. then take a picture. So, yes, I will say that because uh, Idiot did not bring the monopod with me, which I had. Uh, and so my son was carrying around the 70D uh, and having to do exactly what you just said. So he was mm-hmm. using rail posts, trash cans, whatever it took to get a stable picture. But um, don't be like John. Bring your monopod, bring your tripod, whatever, and uh, you'll get some amazing pictures. I, I, You know, I don't know if it was the lights in the background or whatever, but the sky kind of turned out with this, like, sort of brownish color, and the clouds were up there, and it was really cool uh, with all the, the um, detailed colors from Pandora. So... Um, bottom line is, and I'm going to end with that is go absolutely right now. Best ride in all four of the parks is right there. Um, go on it. Enjoy it. Six hour queue, by the way, just pointing that out. There's oh a queue that apparently can put down six hours worth of people right there. <laughs> It's a little crazy. Get your fast it's, pass. It's long, so get the your fast pass. Day. There is there is single rider though. We'll say that. Yep. There is single Oh, then rider. you only have to wait two hours. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But I, I mean, given the fact that they have uh sixteen uh you know, you're definitely gonna have a need for single rider people. So I mean, you just with all the parties there are gonna be weird numbers that show up all the time and Yeah. It'll work out. But they've got they've got a bunch of theaters uh, that do this. And by the way, we didn't really talk too much about the ride vehicle, but just just quickly, um, if you could imagine uh, what Soren does, Soren's on the ground and then goes up into a upright motion. This imagine if all your cars were already up and you're just entering in at the level uh, that you need to go to instead of getting on flying, uh, you know, uh, what are they called? Gliders. Gliders. Thank you, Jason. Um, you're just going into rooms that essentially you go in and they have 16 bikes there and you sit down on one of the bikes. And when the show starts, after you put on your 3D glasses and you get locked into place, the screen in front of you goes up and it's a massive like Omnimax screen in front of you that that just is killer. It really is. I mean, it's really, really well done. They've they've learned and they have 
taking it to the next level. And if you're interested in hearing more about that, then uh, I'll have uh, two different interviews with folks about both the land and about the ride itself. I did an interview with uh, a person that was on the creative team, Joan, um, for the ride itself. And um, so that's a way to learn more about that. Any questions? All right. <laughs> Anyone? Bueller? Very good. Very Bueller? Good. Bueller? Bueller? No? Anyone? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. So uh, moving on. I think uh, somebody else was at uh, Disney World that we know of, right? Wrinkle they were? Shirk Eye. Wrinkle Shirk Eye. Wrinkle Shirk. Wrinkle Shirk Eye in the house. <laughs> yes, I was in Disney World. John, thank you for asking. Yes. Were you? How long I were was. you there, Ian? Um, we got there on the 28th of April and we left on the 5th of May, I think. So like 10 days ish. Wow. Or take. Wow. Yes. Uh, my that. daughter had, uh, cheer competitions back to back weekends. So we kind of had to stay for an extended, uh, an extended time frame. So it was good though. We had a, you know, a nice long vacation. We were at, um, <laughs> should I repeat? Should I repeat? <laughs> oh my yeah, because because yes. oh, yes. we, we lost it. By the way, did you have to do a lot of candy bar fundraising to do two weeks worth of? This is not a fundraising gym. No, you just no. go. Just mom you and just, dad fork over the it, the cash afraid, and you my... go. Okay, I was just wondering. Yeah, yeah, this is not a cheap hobby that my daughter. No, has. I mean two ten days in Disney. Like, I mean, wow. Oh, and that's just one of the trips. I mean, we had. She went to Dallas earlier in the year, Indianapolis, Rhode like, Island. This is like travel team basketball kind of thing, only it's cheerleading. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's uh, annoying. Wow. Um, <laughs> but you love it. Someday you're going to look, look back out. on this and go, those were the best times in my life. Yeah, no doubt. Shout out, to, by the way, to my now 15-year-old daughter. Today's her birthday. So happy Woo! birthday. Happy wow. birthday, Taylor. Wow. Happy birthday. Taylor. Wow. John, you remember when she was born. I do. The site's been yep. online 20 years. Kept telling people all over the weekend. Yep. People were like, oh. I, I, we got, five years old. By the way, we got re referred to multiple times as the OG of uh, <laughs> Disney OG. websites. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> anyway, so we, uh, yeah. So, so my wife is a travel agent and she can book rooms Hi, at Trish. Disney at a discount, but right. only for seven nights. Like you got to buy them right. in blocks, seven. Right. So the first two nights we were there, we stayed at, a resort, uh, and a, I'm sorry, resort is definitely not uh, the right. <laughs> Where were you again? A term for it. Uh, hang on, let me think about it. I, I'll, I'll, the Sheraton Four Points International Drive, I believe. Which, the by the way, again, Four Points, normally a pretty nice <laughs> hotel in the Sheraton yeah. whatever brand that is now, yeah. Starwood. Yeah. Starwood, yeah, Starwood. And the loyal Starwood, you know, right. customers. Uh, well, heck, I'll use some yeah, points. No, not some. I did use points. It was free, which is the um, the last good thing that I'll say about it. It was it was really not good. What was like I first? was very surprised because you know I mean I stayed, I mean I stayed at a lot of like even hotels that I wouldn't consider to be of the caliber. same caliber right. as like Holiday as a, Inns or something like, like that, right? Yeah, like or like a, a Marriott or whatever. Like and, oh man, I mean it was run down like. 50% of the things in the room were broken. It didn't matter what they were. They were broken. The door to the bathroom didn't close. The The locks on the front door were closed. There was a safe that didn't work. Like, it was just really bad. So I would just recommend if but you're... But did they thinking, have USB plugs? 
No, how was the air conditioning? Have yeah, how was air the air conditioning? Not, the air conditioning didn't work oh, at all. And you're in Orlando. Blew lukewarm air out. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> were you sweating? No, it wasn't quite that bad. It was actually cool when we were there. Hmm. I mean, it was... It was, well, I shouldn't say that it wasn't. It was warm during the day, but it was still springy enough that, like in the morning and evening, it was it was cooler. So, it wasn't too bad. Um, but the rest, yeah, not not my favorite place that I've ever stayed. I wouldn't mm. really recommend. I wouldn't. Plus, I don't know if you've ever been on International Drive. I have. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh. And there are seedy the, parts. It's the word I'm looking for. Sketchy. Sketchy. Yeah, seedy. Sketch. Sketchy. Yeah, there are. Yeah, there's. Oh, some, there's some, some nice stuff out there too, though. I mean, to be fair, there, there's yeah. There's I mean, some. I didn't see it, but I'm sure it's there somewhere. You know, the uh, shout out to the Cooper's Hawk Winery, which is yeah. Like we that. like. I mean, in fairness to I Drive, the only stretch of it we saw was the stretch between us and and uh, four. So you know, we were right jetting into the. I mean, it, the- it's a tourist trap. I mean, I four kind of was the what happened around Disneyland that Walt wanted to yeah. avoid. Well, this got pushed further out. So, I mean, this is all right. the, the less expensive hotels and things like that. And yeah. So, but then the good part, you know, we moved from there. We were at, at we went to animal kingdom lodge, mm-hmm. um, which we love. We had a Savannah view, one bedroom and, uh, which we is there. where I was, by the way. Forget oh yeah. That. Yep. Savannah view too. Yep. Kidani mm-hmm. or, uh, uh, Jumbo. Jumbo. We were in Kidani. Okay. And boy, was it a long walk. <laughs> I mean, it was a long, long. They can walk. be. That is the one thing yeah. about that resort. I mean, I love it. It's a beautiful resort, and the animals are cool, and the kids loved it, and blah blah but blah. You, but boy, eight miles. I it was a really long. Walk. <laughs> that coffee. I counted. I counted the steps from our door, not to the lobby, but to the elevator to get down to the lobby. It was four hundred and twelve steps one direction. So you were like almost all the way down the end of one of the halls. So it was. Oh I- yeah. Half a kilometer, almost. It was actually, wait, yeah. Wait, wait a minute. So what? What is that in mind? If every step was like a you, meter, did you double that and add thirty? I think. In case anybody wants to know, <laughs> room seventy-eight sixty-nine at Kidani Village is very far from the lobby. Now the good thing is, there's a parking garage right underneath of it. So oh, we, so we that's had a car. Convenient. So well, there it was you fine, go. Except in the morning when you had to go to the lobby to get. You know, because you get your free mugs, you're refillable, and I wanted to get my coffee, but it, and I had to walk like a thousand steps every morning to get it, which normally I would be happy about. But in Disney World, getting your steps in is no challenge. So, yeah, but you had your uh, hokas, and this podcast was brought to you by Hoka One One. Yes, by the way, uh, which changed my life. Uh, no joke. I, I, I mean, like I always have there sore feet. I mean, the That's the, the bloody stone. John. I think those are the exact same. They ones are I the had. same one. We talked about this. Yeah. I have yeah. the exact same. Yeah, kids, go you go know, get I a mean, pair of them. I want to put it like remember, an Amazon affiliate thing for the Hoka One Ones you, or something. <laughs> yeah, most of you remember my, you know, the bloody stumps, right? Yes, like I've always had problems with my feet. Yeah, I'm telling you, I wore those things. I brought three pairs of shoes because normally I like to change my shoes up every day, so you don't get blisters. Yep. Nope, wore the same shoes every day. Nope, no foot problems at all. Was comfortable the whole trip. Get them. Get them if you spend a lot of time walking. Get them. I, yeah, I, honestly, I'm, I'm going to uh, just echo what Ian said. So the last two trips now, I have I never did this before, but I wore my Hoka 1-1s. And everybody's like, what is a Hoka? Like my son was like, not, it's not exactly brand, the best known brand in the world. But yeah, it's a running shoe, essentially. But, but that, they do look like 
they do look a little bit like Forrest Gump's like special shoes. You know, I they're mean, a little. They no, look like they're platform. Runners. Yeah, they're a little special. My well, wife is like, I am not going to be seen in public with you in those shoes. I'm like, oh yeah, you are. Well, I got to tell you. I love them being five yeah, eight and three quarters. Fantastic. I'm now like almost five ten wearing these he's bad pushed boys. Me well, he's pushed me well over six foot, so yep. I'm like six one. Now. You know, I can almost hang out with my family and not feel short. They're very cushioned. Very comfortable. Let's yeah. just put so it anyway, that way. No, yeah, no, to, no fatigue after three days to, for me. Go ahead, uh, Ian. Back to your eight mile walk so, from your. So room. the room was, but the room was gorgeous. I still love Animal Kingdom Lodge. I just wish right. it was close to somewhere that I actually wanted to be. Um, par- besides but, the parking garage. Yeah, no, I mean theme park wise. Uh, so let's see. So well, it is. I mean, it is. Well, now that you'll have Pandora, the world right, of well, Avatar, no, and the best just, ride in the theme parks. We just missed it by a few. Uh, yeah, by a few days. But um, trying to think of what else high points were of the trip. So I got to ride Frozen for the first time. I hadn't been on it yet. Um, <laughs> like we're a little late on the podcast here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, keep in mind, you know, like I was there a later. month ago. And, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Rod's been up for a year. Well, and? you know what? It's like we missed Pandora. Mm-hmm. We just missed Frozen last year. Oh, like okay. we were there a week before Frozen opened. And then, you know, so now fortunately I'll get to do Pandora at I-20 in October. In October, by the way, yeah. reserve your rooms now and uh, get ready to join right. us for Intercot 20. That's oh. Intercot 20 in October. So, uh, any laundry tips from your uh, recent trip? <laughs> it's like Jason knows what Ian's going to say. I know. It's kind of weird. Oh, wait, hold on. We'll get to the laundry. Yeah, that's, that's a little laundry advice I have for for a gentleman that I met. Um, anyway, but uh, so the Frozen ride I liked, I actually thought it was really well done, actually. I liked almost 95% of it, right? Right. But then there's that just that odd blank spot that really was just like, it's too, it's just, a, it's like a, a second too long for you to not notice it. Right. right? Like, because you kind of like, you're coming out of like, you know, the let it go room and you're still a little bit wild and then there's like stuff. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, the walls are blank and then they're still blank. But they're still blank. Oh, okay. Now I'm going down a hill. There's an exit sign. They're still there's blank. So I just, I, I, I said to my wife afterwards, I said, you know, like, what do you think it cost them to do this overlay, right? Like it had to be. What do you figure, John? Ten million bucks, probably. The way uh, it was, it was. It? I mean, I'm sure it was a decent amount of money. I mean, granted, it was uh, cheaper than uh, doing a full ride, but I mean, still, I don't know. They had to do an awful lot. They did of a lot of construction, right? But you still had the, the show building was already there. It's not like building something from scratch, right? But but yeah, but, you know, use existing track too. But every other, I mean, show elements are all new, and yeah. To your point, so like, would it have killed them to have spent, another, you know, like, like right, another could, fifty grand, a hundred grand, maybe even? I don't even know if you would have needed or that much. Dollars on a TV from Walmart to have more <laughs> screens. Some plastic icicles is really all I was looking for. You know, like just something, like put something on the wall. It was weird, but other than that, I loved it. I thought, I thought the animatronics were really cool. I mean, Olaf oh, wow. is awesome. I love the scene where Olaf is like sk- ice skating around, you know, it's That's very, amazing. it's cool. It's That's one, one of my favorite scenes now in yeah. any amusement park ride. Now, interestingly it's enough, really my, cool. my, my six year old, my six year old girls who you would think would be like prime time for, amazing. uh, on an Elsa, they didn't like it because of the drops. Really? Yeah. They did not like it at all. They were really like the terrified. End, really? The drops? Well, all of them really, but. Uh, no, I will admit they're they're chicken. 
Um, mm-hmm. But you know, they were they weren't digging it. So, so it's a, I so mean, no ride. No, not for them. Wow. I went on it a couple times, but um, hmm. interesting. But they didn't. Uh, they would not go back on. Fascinating. So, but I like that. Um, what else? Oh, I so my fam. I had seen the new, well, most of the new Soren ride in California, but <clears throat> my family saw the new Soren ride for the first time. Got rave <laughs> reviews for that. Right. They really liked. And you know what? I forgot to mention the last time we recorded this episode of the podcast, which I actually liked. What's that? The um. They have the little game in the queue now. Have yeah, you seen this? The trivia. Yeah, it's like a little contest yeah. that you can play while you wait in line. And you play it on your smartphone. And it's like a social game. So there's four teams and you pick your team. And then it's like a trivia que- you know, contest. So you answer, And, of course, they're all geography-based questions. But you answer all the questions on your phone. And then it aggregates the score up and your team wins or loses. It's actually a nice way to – we waited like 40 minutes in the standby line one day. And actually, it was probably a little less than that. But, um, And we played the game. And I'll tell you, it really did make the time pass. I mean, my son and I were like really into it. So that was kind of a neat little addition. You know, it's like stuff like that's just kind of – it's a nice little – you know, a nice little touch to help make the wait times a little more tolerable. Yeah, as long as it doesn't get in the way of people like moving forward. Yeah, but that's you know what? On I, that ride, it that's really where I start to get a little grumpy. It's not like, a, it's a theater. It's not a thing that you have to touch. Not, You're just walking with your phone. Well, it's so. not like Space Mountain where you get that awkward thing where am I supposed to go by these people because they're yeah. playing a game or do I? Do oh, I but it's, it's like a theater. Or, it's like yeah. a theater show, right? So like, right. it's not. It's not the same as if it was like a. Right. Yeah, you know, like an individual ride, uh, right? You know, ride vehicle or something. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I like that. I thought that was cool. <clears throat> um, it was crowded. I mean, really crowded. Like it was I, the line. The, the, but the, the, out. Okay. Go Can you hear me now? Yeah, Can you're fine now. now. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. It was weird. My internet blipped. My son's probably playing Xbox Live upstairs. <laughs> hey, you but, kids, get off the Xbox. Yeah. I'm recording a podcast. Turn off your Call of Duty, kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, what the heck was I talking about? Oh, really crowded. So the lines, like on average, were probably for for almost everything between 45 minutes wow. to an hour. And even rides that like you don't normally have a line for, there was like. I mean, TTA routinely had a line, not a long one, but like, you know, five to 10 minutes. Also annoying, the TTA, the moving walkway up was broken the whole time we were there. So you had to walk up that, like, It seems to be having walkway. problems lately. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. There. Yeah, I mean, it's not like moving walkways are like modern tech, like crazy, you know, new technology. I mean, I don't know why Just they can't keep them Bring running. in the people from Otis and fix it. Hey. Right. Yeah, they got them all over the place. Otis elevator. Yep. yep, exactly. Yeah. Otis Elevator from American Adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is not a boardroom, John. It's not a boardroom, fellas. The, uh, so it was really cra- – I mean, there was one day when the Tower Tower wait time was like 240 minutes, which wow. is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, busy as anything. I mean, just – I mean, they're still packing them in. You know, prices go up and – doesn't seem to affect anybody. I mean, people are still there and spending money. So, I mean, it it was busy. It was, uh, but it was a good trip. We had a nice time. Weather was really nice. I mean, what was really good about it was it was warm and sunny, but there was it was a it wasn't humid, and there was a nice breeze. So, I mean, we had a good. Uh, I got to eat it via Napoli, which makes my trip every time. So, 
so we had a good trip. It was fun. Nothing, uh, nothing earth shattering. I didn't get to um, two things I really wanted to do that we didn't get to do. I was kind of bummed about Disney Quest is closing in July. <clears throat> I really wanted to take my son there, but we just couldn't make it work. Just bring him down to I, to uh, Hilton Head, and we can play some games in my garage. Get the crane, <laughs> Tron, uh, Baby Pac-Man. If I'm going to drive to Hilton Head, I'll go the other four hours and go to Disney Quest. Really? All right. Yeah. Uh, All right. Okay. Well, I'll stop at your place on the way, John. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. We'll, we'll, we'll swing by. All right. I was actually saying to my wife when we were driving down, I'm like, you know, I should have just told John I was going to crash in his living room for the night rather than get in a hotel. We we actually were almost at Hilton Head when we stopped. Okay. Well, uh, next time. Yeah, but it was a good trip. We enjoyed ourselves. It was a lot of fun. I. Uh, and you, did you visit the laundry at any point in time? Yeah, so <laughs> I forgot about the laundry. Sorry. <laughs> You yelled at me last time when I told this story. Well, yeah, so but like, now you've posted it, so it's up there. What am I supposed right, to so do? It's to, become le- to it's become legendary. And you, you know, actually there's... have reference that since I posted it on the Facebook page. I know. People are like, what is this guy people doing? People have commented on yeah, it. So like, like, I'm what in is line. This? I'm getting in line for Spaceship Earth, and I turn around to like to grab my son because we're dividing up into like the groups that we're going to go on the ride on, and the guy working the ride. The back of his shirt looks like, I mean, it looks like he was alligator wrestling before he came to work. It is the most <laughs> suddenly turned into Steve Irwin. Disaster <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire life. I look at it and I'm like, and you know me, like I'm not subtle. I'm like, oh my god, Han, look at that guy's shirt. Look at me on it. On my website, shut up, shut up. I'm like, no, like what is that? Who let that guy out on stage? People are like shoving me up the walkway, like, "Go, shut up! You're embarrassed." <laughs> well, but like, it was ridiculous. Can you, can you imagine a whole I, vacation with Ian? I mean, it's it's like that constantly. <laughs> You've done it. John. I know, I have. That's what I'm saying. It is pretty much Don like and I that are constantly. Like Statler and Waldorf when they go on vacation. Two grumpy old men. I know. <laughs> Did you see the, gra- <laughs> the ruffled shirt over no, there? No, but it was. Oh, it's oh, not oh, just oh. like you know when you sit in a chair for a while and then you stand up and the back of your shirt has a few creases in it. It's not that. No. That's what I was trying to explain to you guys on the show, though. Like, it's not. It wasn't just a little wrinkle. Right. Like, it was. Right. The most wrinkled a shirt can ever be. There was nothing that wasn't wrinkles. It was just like all it wrinkled. was in the bottom of the hamper with wet towels and, and jeans and and then the next morning he had to dig around like oh god I'm going to be late for work where is it and he and pulled it out from the hamper out, and just put and it on let him out I mean look he was a young kid I'm not surprised he did it but I'm amazed that his manager let him out on stage looking like that I mean it was bad just to like, be clear in my in my how many years have I been going to the park since 1974 okay so, so that's how many years 30 a long time. Yeah. 40, 43. 43 years. Okay. I've never seen that. Oh, me neither. That's why it stood out so much. Right. So, exception rather than the rule, but yeah, it did, it did stand out. But yeah, no. That, I, that is kind of weird, though, don't you think? I mean, and thanks, Carolyn, for the jeans and the wet towel. Yeah, you know, and it probably had that, like, wet towel musty smell because it's been I didn't oh, smell no. No, see. <laughs> I, I just did feel not. like that's what it <laughs> you would drew, smell you drew like. the line there yeah, see, when, I, when now, I look at the picture I imagine a now. smell to it I did not smell the man so anyway there, yeah, that, very, so that was odd. there so now I mean everything else was good I mean I will say no, that's, I thought the maintenance looked you know everything was neat and looked good uh, the, oh you know what was not neat and look good though i forgot to mention that the roads <laughs> here we go holy moly oh, mo- yeah no so, I, yeah. yeah 
I mean, well, John, you were just there. The whole property is under construction. It seems. Yeah, like I mean, the, that's probably a good thing. I mean, they're they're spending on infrastructure. That's for sure. It's yeah, like yeah. Or bus lanes, right? Bus only yeah. lanes. Yeah, oh, yeah, just... yeah. And the autonomous Uber Disney cars. Autonomous cars. Well, yeah, maybe. For that. maybe. They are clearly spending a lot of money on improving the transportation down there between the gondolas and the uh, and the bus only lanes. And yes, now apparently. Self-driving, self-driving cars. cars. That's going to be tested on the cast members, right? Yeah, that's the rumor. Hmm. Yep. So it's interesting. Has anything um, new come out about that recently, Jason? No, not really. Um, I guess just to catch people up between podcasts, the gondolas were more or less confirmed. Right. Uh, permits from Reedy Creek Development Company leaked out. Um, there's a company actually named now who's doing the contract work, and they're a major... Uh, I believe it's European gondola company. So that seems fairly confirmed, at least that it's in the planning phases. Um, plans yeah. can always change, but oh, it's in the construction phase. That. <laughs> yeah, didn't, I mean, they're didn't, going in that direction. Of course, not, it was Hyperion Wharf. But did not get mentioned at all, by the way, at, at the press event, period. Yeah. Although they did show the nice uh, concept art of Coronado Springs you know where it looks like it's transitioning into a luxury resort instead of a... You know where that? Well, that makes sense because it's a convention resort, so that yeah. doesn't surprise you. But you know where all that'll get mentioned? Oh, we'll get released on a D twenty. Well, they even hinted. Yeah. Quite frankly, I believe uh, they hinted at some things being mentioned. Uh, Bob Iger uh, actually hinted at that at the Pandora dedication that there would be more announcements at D two three of things coming. Yeah. So if you look at the autonomous vehicles, they're actually kind of cute. I don't know if this is. Uh... It almost looks a little bit like uh, what was the name of the van and cars? You know, <laughs> the hippie. You know what I mean? I don't like, it's like a little. It looks yeah, like, like a little the VW microbus. Looks, yeah. looks like a VW microbus, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like a little mini shuttle. I don't know how many people they hold. Maybe eight, ten people. Twelve to fifteen. Wow. Okay. So yeah, a little bit bigger than I would have thought. Hmm. Um, but but pretty. Uh, that was pretty neat, actually. I mean, I like the idea. I mean, could it replace the monorail someday? No, come on! I'm just asking. Sacrilege! Don't could it? Zip it! Zip it! I think the monorail clearly zip it, zip it, zip have it. fallen out of favor with zip 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 management, right? Zibit. Yeah. www. Zibit. That's a lot of self-driving cars, though. To even you know replace buses. I just think about how many people they pack onto How many people fit in monorail? A lot. I mean, it's like, it's the equivalent. I mean, you know, they use them for legitimate transportation in Las Vegas. So it's the same, same essential ride capacity, just a little different configuration. Yeah, but I think, but you got to think about it. I can tell you. Vehicles can move a lot more quickly, right? They can, Yeah, but I mean, look, Uh, it's not happening. They say they can't exceed 25 miles per hour, typically. Well, I don't think the monorails go that fast, do you? Uh, they can. They can Seems like at least from the ground. I think I forget what they told me that, you know, that they can kilometers? go up to. <laughs> really? I can't. I can't think <laughs> of how some, some number no one can stop with the silly metric system that makes sense. No, I think yeah, yeah it just makes too much sense. No, how with fast our, is twenty five? Archaic measuring system. What's twenty five miles per hour if you're driving through a neighborhood? Yeah, yeah, something yeah, like, like that. Okay. Or, that. That's the slowest, really, outside of a school zone. That's the slowest speed limit, like. Okay. All right, that makes sense. Thank so you. it's probably 
Well, it was 2.2 kilometers in a mile, right? So that's like 50 kilometers an hour. Yeah, so that's what we would drive in a neighborhood is yeah, 50. Right. All right. So there's that. Yes. Yeah. I can't remember. At one point, one of the monorail drivers told me how fast they could go. And I, I swear she said. Uh, 40 miles an hour. Is well, 40 speed. is 40 is what their speed limited to. Oh, no. Top speed is 55. The average speed is 40 miles okay, an hour. Okay, but they're, they they could go faster, but they were limited. Like they said, there was a limiter on the system. that they could Yeah, well, it, it says top speed is 55. Now, I don't know if it that means that's the max it could ever go or if that means it's the max it goes on the route. Well, it says on Wikipedia, at least, normal speed during operations is 40 miles an hour. Yeah. So I wouldn't have guessed it was that fast. It, it doesn't feel like it could Oh, when you're on fast. the Epcot line, it totally yeah, the, the Epcot fast. line, yeah, Absolutely. that one does. So I, I would That's imagine if they ever replace the current monorail system with a next version of monorail, my guess is they'll be a lot like the uh, Las Vegas monorails and probably pull out the most of the seats and have a lot more standing room. Um, I don't. Oh, that'll uh, stink at nighttime though when you're carrying heavy children. No, well, there are seats in the Vegas monorail. They're kind of around the edges though, and they allow you to have a lot more standing people. Oh. So. so. I sort of think if they uh, if they dump the monorail, they're going to dump the monorail. I mean, think about it. The original monorail system was rolled out in, what, 74, 72, mm-hmm. 71? When did it open? 71, John? 70. Yeah. yeah. And then they modernized it when the Epcot line was open. That was 82. Mm-hmm. And then they modernized it again in, like, what, 1989. No, mm-hmm. it was in the 90s. No. Because it says on the Epcot loop that, Something, something in 1992. updated to the Mark uh, 6 trains in 1989. All right. I mm-hmm. thought it was. Yeah, it does say that. Yep. So, so I mean, it, they haven't touched it in, good Lord, almost 30 years. Well, you're assuming, they've done stuff to it. There's Things been upgraded. And actually, the rumor was that they were upgrading them to be able to be self-driving, too. Um, but, you know, and they were doing that one train at a time and. So the electronics and things like that have been upgraded. It's, not, it's just that the trains are still the same trains. Right. Um, yeah. So, and they've redone the interior numerous times as well. So. Yeah. They just uh, did the new carpet. Yep. The one that has a couple the, years back. Yeah. The, with the D uh, logo. Retro and, logo. Yeah. The retro yeah. logo yeah. on them and stuff. I would which, carpet my whole living room in that. I love, <laughs> I love that. That's neat. I like that too. Would you put it on your walls? No, you got to have the carpet from the land. The wall carpet. <laughs> the wall carpet. The wall carpet, yeah. <laughs> I want a room with wall carpet. Um, yeah. Right. So, so trip, just trip pretty just good in case overall, anybody I from, guess, huh? from Disney listens, I would Yeah, it was. It was yeah, really I, I think everyone would miss the uh, monorails. I think it's part of what it's part of the Disney experience. I, I mean, I know I don't mind having adjunct technologies to get people around, but I think really getting rid of those would be a huge mistake. Well, you know, it would be interesting. What would they do? You know, you couldn't sell the monorail resorts as monorail resorts. Anymore. You know what I could, I could see, though? You know where they have those, like, um, those pod-like, almost, <laughs> Logan's Run reference here. But I could yeah, almost I see the self-dispatching kind of, yeah. like, smaller kind of things just running on a more continuous basis on the same beam type yeah. system. Yeah. I, I could almost see something like that happening. Thank me. Okay. They, they must. I don't. I mean, I'm Inter-cut not sure what the problem is, but they're consulting. definitely they're definitely running the monorails less frequently 
uh, than they used to, for sure. There's a lot of maintenance going on. Yeah. It's claimed as maintenance, but it could be, you know, future enhancements or upgrades coming. Yep. Like, like I said, that they run by themselves at right. some point. Vegas monorails run without human Yeah, they all do. Yep. I mean, the, the, the airport monorail runs without right. a driver. For how many so, years like, does that run? Yeah. <coughs> a very long time. Hello, I'm Buddy Dwyer. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jack Wagner. Um, so yeah, I like the Jack Wagner. Yeah, so did I. Whether you oh, call you know what else? Orlando home. I'm calling. <laughs> I'm calling for Disney to return the Tomorrowland background loop to the pre 2003 version. What the uh, with the bubble shuffle? The bubble, bubble shuffle. Larry Carlton. behind the water behind oh. the waterfall. I mean, come on. It's time, Disney. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Retro. I mean, the new one's okay, but it's not. Come on. I need a... We got whenever... Because um, I have the bubble shuffle on my phone. <laughs> wait, I, have I have a lot the, of wait, Disney wait, things on my phone. I have okay. the whole Tomorrowland loop Yeah, so do I. And I, I listen to it frequently at work. But um, whenever I listen to the, the bubble shuffle... My kids and I imagine what the studio band looked like that was playing yeah. this. And it's it's like, listen, it's like a guy with a mustache and a guitar. Big mustache. Like, yeah. Not just and then mustache, and then my kids start adding mustache. in. They start going like, that was a great guitar solo, Jerry. There was like a hat. There's somebody's got like a really bad like <laughs> got uh, one. The drummer's got a cigarette. Kind of oh, now here comes. Here comes. This is great, though. Come on. This yeah, like it's groovy. Right. Am I wrong? Come on. Bring it back. Let's start a bring back. Just wait. Terry, that was a great guitar solo. Al Jarreau's going to start singing in a minute there. Let's go. I mean, that's. Callaway. Morning, Mr. Radio. No, I love that. That's so good, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad they haven't messed with the Epcot background music because that's. Oh, you know what was weird, by the way, John? Did you notice? And I guess it's because of the drought. None of the fountains were on. Yeah, they are. They're having uh, some severe. Is that, yeah. Like the Epcot fountain was conditions on the whole time down there. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. And though, and does anybody know, by the way, the Muppet fountain, which I love, is now plants. Not a fountain anymore. Yep. So is that permanent or is that just because of the drought? Slapping the uh, I think that happened well before the drought. It was part of the whole redo of that area. That's like kind of, that's um, kind of weak. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, it just, it's like a big thing with plants. Please! Somebody video this. That <laughs> air base going on here. Definitely a slap That's great. Yeah, just look up kids uh, on uh, on the YouTube's 1989 through 2003 Tomorrowland area background music restoration. So, I mean, it's... I mean, it had great. It was a great track. Oh yeah, I like this one too. I think that all my coworkers think like, "What's this weird stuff, Carol?" I know it's favorites you might remember, like this one. <laughs> There's some serious bass slapping going on there. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I said. That's a slap bass for sure, John. That's that's Dude. why you gotta always think of the studio band. 
Well, there you go. Turned into oh, one of those late night music soundtrack shows now. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Or a chill channel. Remember this hit song. <laughs> oh, KHL Music one. presents. Yeah, I mean, this was, you're talking about, about famous artists like Andreas Bolenweider. <laughs> this one's like intense. <laughs> I know. I know. It's good stuff. You could forget man. this groovy classic. I know. That's. <laughs> That's good stuff, Ian. You have to come up with names for all of them. Like, some of them have names, Bubble Shuffle, Behind the Waterfall, but there's, like, a whole loop of it, though, that somebody's got to come up with some really good names. No, I got the whole track list. I think they're... There's names for all the different parts of that loop? Yeah, yeah, these were all uh, kind of new age kind of jazz. That's what I said. I have the whole track list on my iPad. I have, like, a few of them separate, and then I have, like, an hour. I just just put the track list in the uh, chat. Volenweider? Andreas Volenweider. Yeah, inside anyway. the sky. And I'm... then the next one's inside the house. <laughs> I'm with Ian. Bring it back. Bring it, You're bring now it back. Now by the same artist, it's... oddly enough. It's time. It's time. Sea space and fire ritual. What else did we need to go over? With uh... um, I was sort of tuned out for a minute. Did we talk about the Epcot expansion? <laughs> she was doing. Some, she was doing some. She was doing some quizzes. No, because I was. I was. Ta- I was, was thinking about looking up the plans for that Epcot expansion, and then I heard you guys talking about construction, and I got sidetracked reading a thing on. No, we haven't talked about that. I was that. trying to do Q some Jason. on-the-spot research. <laughs> Very good. Wait, hold on. Wait. Right. It's just in Epcot. Expansion. Yes, yes, yes. Possible. Possible. We now go to Jason probable. in the newsroom. <laughs> I think we can elevate this one from possible to probable, probable. John. Really? Okay, yeah. well, I mean, this yeah. is... Highly well, likely. Let me, let me just say that uh, I believe it was Bob Iger that said there are or will be major construction projects in almost every theme park worldwide. So it was the I, other Bob, but that's okay. It was the other? Was Chapek that said yeah. that? I think mean, it was Chapek. Why? Well, at the uh, at the Pandora thing? No, much no. earlier. I was going to say because it, it was mentioned actually at the Pandora. Oh, thing okay. Again, too. So, all right. Anyway, so give us details. What's going on? So, what do you know? Um, it seems somewhat benign, but it's opening up a lot of space behind the universe of energy. They are rerouting hmm. one of the canals back there. So once again, this was paperwork filed with the now famous South Florida Water Management oh. District. Okay. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, who knew they'd become so famous in the I you know, know. two thousand. So do you? I, just so I understand, do you like go scour like their site, or I mean, how do you find out? About I this check stuff? it occasionally. Other times, okay. you know, they'll they'll other sites will Leaks start to out. pick up different permits and, and then you can... I'll usually go to the go to the site then and pull the okay I, I try to pull all the original details from the uh, from the site because yep. a, a lot of reports tend to be just pretty vague on it so I like to try to pull the original documents up cool um, so there's a canal behind the universe of energy that they are moving out of the way uh, they're rerouting it back uh, kind of to the parking lot area. And this is just like a service water drain off canal kind of thing? Yeah, that's what the canal is. So the the official description is to reconfigure the existing canal to provide a more contiguous area for possible future changes to parking capacity and back of house areas. Back of house is also backstage. Backstage, right. 
Um, so in that, mm-hmm. so again, that seems a little benign, but there is a foundation drawn in one of the uh, mm. plants. Mm, do tell. So that is being speculated to be a brand new show building uh, for something that is considered most likely to connect to the existing universe of energy uh, mm. site. Um, it also is behind the Wonders of Life pavilion, though. But it doesn't uh, touch would make, Wonders which would of make, Life. Which would make, doesn't, well, it really doesn't touch either site. But um, it would make more sense. Yeah. It, it would. The rumors is... are this is still going to be related Guardians to the, the universe galaxy. of energy oh. and possibly Guardians of the Galaxy. That is one plan where maybe the initial site is actually part of the queue and entrance. Um, maybe there have to be multiple buildings for the ride system. Uh, I guess if it was like a launch coaster, you might actually have a loading building and then a launch you know, tunnel and then the sure. actual show building. That's the way some of the indoor roller coasters are set up. Yep. Um, Wonders of Life also could be a possibility, but since that is the now kind of year-round festival center, that may be its it's just you know new purpose going like forward. Yeah, I know. Build yeah. another building for that or something. Or... There's a lot of room in there. There's still. Oh, not... Why can't they put that in the Odyssey building? I don't like that. Doesn't get used for anything either. Yeah. It's not that big they, though. Odyssey yeah. isn't compared to. There's a lot more space. Yeah, in but in fairness, they don't use that much of the. Well, they could Life use. Building. They could use the Odyssey. All of Interventions just about at this point too. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, just turn that into a permanent show center depending on what festivals going on but yeah it does seem weird though a so lot of the seem... festival center is merchandise too which you can put that yeah. anywhere right that's yeah right. i mean that's not they don't use that spread much it out anything. into a couple different locations and draw people yeah. through different areas yeah because that it's only the festival center too for flower and garden is only open on weekends hmm. so hmm. not even getting that much use yeah yeah, yeah. So uh, construction on these generally needs to begin about a year from when it was filed, and this was filed on um, May 15th, 2017. Hmm. So the next about year, they could start doing this prep work, so probably might be like a 2019 start construction project for the full, full construction. I think if Disney kind of gets in the mode where Universal had gotten over the last few years where it's almost every year you're kind of introducing one or two things. And I think you almost, given the theme park park wars that are going on now, you know, you almost need to do that. So if this is true, you think about when Star Wars Land is going to come with with Toy Story Land and how that's going to be impacted. You just have Pandora opening. So next year sometime you'll have probably Star Wars-ish maybe. If we get lucky, Star Wars uh, yeah. is 2019. Is it yeah. okay? Well, I Toy Story so, Land is yeah. going to come f- before that. Then that's I what do. they've always no, implied. I think, I think they've Toy never Story given Land a year is, still. I think, yeah, I think they, they still Land didn't. Is 2019. But, but I think Star Wars is 2020. I think. Do you think? Yeah. I would. Mm, bet. I think they said 2019 for Star Wars. Yeah, and I'm going to guess. Uh, I'm just throwing this out there, but. Toy Story Land 2018 sometime. About That's, a year apart, and then Star yeah, Wars Yeah, that seems to be about the pace of construction. Yep. And uh, Yeah, 2019 was announced for Star Wars Lands on both coasts. And then Epcot 2020 to, for the nice round, right. nice round year there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been reading rumors that Magic Kingdom is going to get another expansion, too. Really? Frontier. Well, I mean, well, or, it certainly could use it. Geez, more capacity would be nice yeah. over there because, gosh, it's crowded. 
Well, I mean, I I blame the other parks for that almost as much as I blame Magic Kingdom. Well, right, I that mean, there's not enough stuff to do, yeah. Yeah, there just isn't. I mean, there's we did did we do this on the last podcast or that I can't remember where we where we where we skimmed through like you know the yeah, the we, attractions in each park. Yeah, we've I mean, done that. Yeah, Animal Kingdom Studios and Epcot each have roughly, if you're generous, like nine attractions each. I mean, Magic Kingdom has like double that many. Forty something. Yeah, it's a lot. So there's um. Yeah, but now Animal Kingdom has the best ride in any of the theme parks. Man, says you. Says you. No, I'm. T- it's not. I'm not even. It's not says me. You'll you'll see what I mean when you go there. But just say. Speaking of all the parks. Yes. An exclusive restaurant. That is only at Disneyland. Wait, wait! You gotta if you gotta give me. You can't just do that. Yeah, you just can't. Context. Okay, there you go. Club thirty-three, coming to Walt Disney World. We talked about this already. Yeah, yeah, we did. Were you not on this podcast when we was that last podcast that got? No, it was the one. It was the one before. Sorry, forget it. Now everyone's getting confused. I retract my. I can't do that in reverse. All right, fine. Then the <laughs> three o'clock parade is moving to two o'clock. There you go. There you Wait, go. Hold on. Stand by. Here we go. It's just in. Just in. What time is the three o'clock parade today, sir? Two o'clock. Why two o'clock? I actually, it's funny that came up uh, during one of these press events, and one one of the folks I was talking to said, "Yeah, people are ticked." Like I don't want. Okay, the so you want to know why they're a, saying I mean, that like, this is maybe really? happening? It is. It is. Ha- out wow. earlier. Okay. Because they're thinking this is what people think. This is what that 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 that. What's the what was the parade? Oh my god, my mind went blank. The parade that used to be paint the, paint night. the night. There you go. Um, if that comes to Florida, right? Then it would be they want to spread it out. So then that would mean the two o'clock parade in the afternoon. Then you've got a little bit of time and it, the hub can clear out and then there'll be a parade and then there'll be some more time or, and then there'll be all or, the big happily ever after. Or, or yeah. could it just be that the parties are starting like a month earlier and they're just adjusting the schedule so that it's a little earlier to get okay, a little fine. more time? That seems hey. pretty far reaching, but. Stranger things have happened. I'm wondering if they're not. Yeah, but to the just... paint the night parade things can't come because they won't fit. They're too tall, and they'd have to be adjusted. And I heard all the stuff this week. Wait, yeah. like, they're too tall. Yeah, they fit in Disneyland. They won't fit through something, something, and yeah, blah blah I've blah. Seen, I've I, read there's, that. There's, there's I tell like you what, all I don't know. from the I'll basement of the science I'll building. Take care of it. Yeah. yeah, coming from the basement of the science center. <laughs> Ding dong, uh, dorm radio, D O R M, from the basement of the science building. Well, <laughs> yeah, I think um, that'll be the right. They'll have to see what happens at nighttime. I mean, they got a brand new fireworks show. I can't imagine people right. are gonna, right? You know, and really, uh, I mean, if you really stop to think about it at this point, why do they really care? Like that? whether if people are in the park or not, like it doesn't matter. Like they already paid their admission. Who cares if they leave at eight o'clock? And you but know then I mean? they don't spend as much in the stores. Well, that's and on food. I think the, the, long, the longer else. you stay, the more you spend in the parks. If you go outside, then keep in mind that yeah. not everybody's staying in the Disney Resort. A or B. Not everybody's buying. 
you know, they may have the sodas in their cooler back in the room or yeah. something like that. They're, I always, I always got the impression they sold a lot of light up souvenirs while waiting too. for those parades. Yeah, they do actually. Those that's are when, huge money when, makers. When I had know. to buy all mine for my kids, I could tell you yeah, that right yep. now. No, you're so you're right. uh, the date when the time change is happening is August twentieth. Hmm. Which when so, does the when do the uh, Halloween stuff start? Uh, I think August twenty fifth is the first one. Just saying. Okay. Wait, the maybe. Halloween parties yeah. start August twenty fifth. Did you say? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? You got it's be, not even kidding, September. Right? No, no, we talked they about this before. They put out all the pumpkins and that stuff. That we definitely talked about. So tickets are now on sale written yep. for those dates. Yep, yep, absolutely. Um, prices do vary by date. Uh, so if you're interested in closer. saving, yeah, yeah. You'll look for some earlier dates and watch when those August. breaking periods are. Yep. So yeah, August 25th and August 29th, there are two parties in August mm-hmm. this year. I stopped doing the parties years ago, so I don't. Really no, although you know, doing them in August may be less crowded. So, quite frankly, yeah. But my kids don't know what they're going to be for Halloween by August. How are they going to dress up for the Halloween party? They have to wear last year's costume. Well, there you go. <laughs> Problem solved. Yes, if it still fits. So, the speaking of parties, the Christmas party tickets are also on sale, and again, varies. That one actually varies quite a bit by date. Um, I think from the cheapest to the most expensive, there's like a forty-plus dollar difference per ticket. So definitely, if you're looking to save on that, look at some of the dates earlier in December. Uh, I don't, I don't recall if it was that drastic in past years, but it's definitely a, a bigger savings this year. Hmm. Yeah, speaking of new stuff coming too, um, the as part of the blockbuster summer at Walt Disney World. Uh, the music of Pixar Live coming to uh, Hollywood Studios, and that starts actually tomorrow. Um, but the Beauty and the Beast show moving to earlier in the day, and then in the evening, music of Pixar Live will take place, which is kind of a combination of um, an orchestra and film and characters all together. I saw a preview of it today. So um, basically, they're playing the orchestral music of all the Pixar films while some of the stuff is appearing overhead. And then you've got some interaction with the characters um, in front and it's a cute little show. So I've not, having never seen the beauty and the beast show. I don't know how it comes. You know, there's another one, John. I've never seen that either. Really? Oh, I've seen it. It's cute. Really? Never seen it. Yeah. I never seen it. Either. I don't, I mean, I, unless my kids bug me to go there, it's not something I would go do. Yeah. I think I, I saw it before it moved to the current location. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I just didn't. There, there, that would be on the list of things at Disney World I have not done. Yeah. Oh, it, you it, should do it. It's cute. List is growing smaller and smaller. But yeah. So I tell you one thing I know you haven't done. What's you that? haven't eaten cricket chips at Animal Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. Is that... <laughs> Are you joking? Like, they're real crickets? It's not just like, yep. oh, here's a cookie shaped like a cricket. Nope, they are cricket flower. Okay, that's not happening. So it's a, it's apparently a very water-sustainable um, crop, if you want to call it that. <laughs> no. Crickets. Uh, crickets. Actual crickets. Um, are they dipped in chocolate or something? No. There, there are different no. flavors, but it's cricket. No. It's gra- They're ground-up crickets. No. They're ground up and pressed into chip shapes? 
I don't know how I don't know how a cricket gravel. turns from cricket to cricket this is, flower. This is really like this yeah, that's a real a thing. thing. It's a um, actually in an active synergy. It was a product on ABC Shark Tank, and now it's at Disney's Animal Kingdom. It's a uh, I guess it's a hypoallergenic snack, so that's where it's at. I think it's at their um, allergy one of their allergy kiosks. See, that's something I would expect to eat in Pandora. <laughs> that's what I mean when I say like there's weird food, or is yeah. it normal food? Huh. So wow. it's it's, well, a, it's an it's, actual brand. I think it's called Chirp Chips. You can yeah, you I'm can looking at it. It's right them. there. I I just yeah. found it online. Sea salt cricket flour chips. Yep. Wow. Well, somebody really? eat it and twenty grams of protein know. has lots of protein yeah. in it. High protein. Actually, insects are always they always say insects are very high. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is yeah. great. The, the brand when is, you're like I mean, starving and and. Dying in the forest because yeah. no, they're always a good out. source of protein. Well, well, just, that doesn't mean just you don't eat I mean, them. First I know, of all, but you're not going to eat them unless you're all right. <laughs> Actually, you know, insects are a Lost. big part of a, a common okay. part of people's diets in so, many yeah. parts of the world. So three three dollars and twenty five cents for a five ounce bag of chirps, and the slogan. <laughs> this is great. Eat what bugs you. Yeah, I like that. 20 grams of protein per bag, sea salt, cricket chips. Yeah. Cricket flour. It's cricket flour. That's yep. Who Ew. knew? That's... No, thank you. Hmm. Not going to happen. Dunk them in salsa, hummus, or vegetable dips, as you would regular chips. But it packs some health benefits as well. Crickets are an extremely sustainable source of complete protein. I'm going to eat chips. I want the unhealthy ones. Wow. They're, uh, they say by dry weight, they're 65 to 70% protein compared to beef, which is 40% at most. And they're a great source of iron and B12. Who knew? The more you know. <laughs> do, do, do. Do, do, do. See, when I get my soundboard for the next <laughs> next show. Yeah, yeah, we'll, you definitely able, need that one. Yeah, I'll be, I'm going to have to get the more you know sound. That is true. Uh, what, what else did we go over last time before we get out the door here? Uh, so back at Hollywood Studios, there yes. are now two new character meet and greets uh, that have oh. opened up in the past couple months um, for Star Wars fans and Marvel fans. Uh, the first one that opened uh, actually on April 9th, a little bit ahead of the announced opening, was the BB-8 meet and greet. Very uh, cool. That's inside the Star Wars launch bay. Yep. Uh, he is a fully movable, interactable character. Uh, he is on a podium, though, that he cannot move from. I think uh, someone asked in one of the previous podcasts, would you have to like lay down on the ground to get a picture with him? And the answer is no. You might have to bend down a little bit, but he is on a like a little podium area there. And then the second meet and greet, which is uh, replaced, um, or it's in the backside of One Man's Dream, um, it is Star-Lord and Baby Groot. From Guardians nice. of the Galaxy. I'd like to see Baby Groot. So, so far, Baby Groot is getting better reviews than Star-Lord. Oh, yeah, Star-Lord's um, like I, I a think we have some very right? members of our panel here <laughs> who may or may not have some opinions on, on Star -Lord? how much I'm just like saying uh, Star-Lord from the film. But I feel like if you're going to meet <laughs> a character, right. it better be the real guy. Really? Like, if it if you're gonna meet Cinderella, it's okay that she's now a human, but 
so she can just sort of be a representation of the cartoon Cinderella. That's right. fine. Right. And Mickey Mouse, he doesn't actually look like that, but he's a representation of a cartoon character. But when you are a representation a of a real live human being and right. you don't look a thing like him and you're just wearing a wig that's sort of ill-fitted and not really right like how can you stand beside him and be like i'm smiling and i'm standing next to a guy but it's not really chris pratt and it's not really star lord but <laughs> i'll play along hmm. i just like i would rather have a full-size groot that you can which they do have in in disneyland yes. and then like a little rocket raccoon on right. a podium that is maybe like he moves a little bit or something yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i would way rather have my picture with those two guys because so, they would look real right as opposed to like here's jeff <laughs> jeff <laughs> part of part of star lord is being played by jeff today yeah that's <laughs> what i mean like it's not really him anyway that's my rant okay well that's, that was a mighty fine rant that was a good thank rant and you, you did it so well um, something else that probably yes. will cause ranting and okay. already has to some extent. Yep. Um, a very popular Magic Kingdom attraction is closing for its annual refurbishment during a non-typical period. Um, uh, Thunder Mountain? Splash no, Mountain? No, Splash, Splash Mountain. Mountain. <laughs> and it will be closed during ICOT 20. <gasps> wah, There's going to be the guy on the boards that always complains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> About the Splash Mountain, every every year it's down so, during his trip. I don't know why they always take it down on my trip. They close it during the cold winter months of Florida. Of course, by Florida standards, the cold winter months. Right. Anyone's right. brisk sixty two degrees out. Right. And um, but this year it will be closed actually August twenty eighth through wow. November sixteenth. Now that's not right. Um, so Let that's not just... certainly not normal. Let me just say because um, that will be. Pretty warm, especially through yeah. September and October in it Florida. Weird, so though. it's a little, a little odd. Um, you you think if it was something critical, it would be a little bit more sudden. This was announced kind of back in towards the end of April, I believe. Um, so definitely something they're planning for. Um, <laughs> maybe all those complaint letters that, stacked up in guest relations from letters. that guy. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, all right, we're finally going to Fine, move. dude, fine. Just fine. Uh, I mean, fine. it is. Just they are moving writing. it away from the marathon weekend. <laughs> it was typically closed during the marathon weekend. So maybe right. as, you know, Run Disney's gaining more popularity, they decided to move it. Hmm. But um, Fascinating. Uh, we'll, we'll see. So we'll see what happens with that. See if there was maybe, maybe there'll be something else larger closed during that time period also. And they decided they couldn't close two attractions at the same time. So we'll. Have to see what happens with that. Cool. Um, speaking of closings, uh, I'm probably not going to pronounce this correctly. Lanuba? Yeah, yep. You said that right. All right. Lanuba is closing at the end of this year. Uh, so if anyone hasn't seen that Cirque du Soleil show That's yet. another thing I haven't seen. Ever. You have until December 31st of 2017. And there's been no formal announcement of what's replacing it, but they tease that it would be another Cirque du Soleil show. Which makes um, sense. They're makes, very popular. Makes sense for that space. They're so hot but, right now. Uh, nothing has been announced. <laughs> Las Vegas, they are. Well, they are. There's like eight of them or ten of them yeah. out there. It's crazy. 
can't throw a rock without hitting one of them. So. That's true. It is. So absolutely. they have the ones that in Vegas that are all, all to um, like Beatles music, and there's one right. that's a Michael Jackson music. Right. They should do like a Disney music one. Seeing yeah, as they were there, there would be a tie-in of some sort. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Oh, Ian's yawning. Maybe they could do it all to the bubble shuffle. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, behind the waterfall, the majestic is the best track. bubble shuffle soundtrack. Behind the waterfall is the best track. Anything else? If you're ever in a bad mood, just play behind the waterfall. You'll be um, one last closure for those sentimental. The okay. last original. Although not its original name, uh, venue of Pleasure Island uh, has closed. Uh, what is now Portobello, um, Tatoria, mm-hmm. uh, it's closed, and they are announcing a, a replacement has yeah, been announced. Italian restaurant. Yep, be another new Italian, new Italian restaurant. So yep. that's kind of the last thing to change as part of the Disney Spring revitalization. Oh, yeah, vestige. Disney Springs. I went there for the first time too on our trip. Disney Springs, liked it. Very yes. nice. Oh, it's pretty. Very that's succinct. Sure. Yeah. Succinct. Succinct. Good job, yes, Ian. that's my review. Good, succinct. good stuff. Like it. <laughs> we should try that on I future podcasts. So enjoy it. Cool. All right. Hey, guess what, everybody? We can go to bed now. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Hey, here's here's a novel idea. If y'all are tired of the uh, junk of Facebook. And the nastiness going on there and the political discussions and all that other crap. Why don't you hop on over to the intercot.com website and click on the discussion boards. Come on back, folks. We're nice. We're friendly. We treat you right. No politics. Yeah, Ian Ian today posted posted a nasty gram. I had to bring the I had to bring the hammer down. Yeah, on the on the Hall of Presidents talk. So yeah, that was good. Very well done, Ian. So, yeah, stop on by. Lots of friends. We've been here for 20 years in October. And uh, speaking of which, we hope you will join us this October as we do celebrate our 20th anniversary at the Walt Disney World Resort. I don't have the dates in front of me, but uh, stop by intercot.com. It's right on like the homepage. 13th through the 15th. The 13th through the 15th. The 13th, through the 15th. 13th through the 15th and merchandise coming soon because Carolyn asked about that on the ill-fated podcast that went somewhere into space I need my swag yep we're gonna get some swag on so anyway uh, be sure and join us there and join us on the board seriously stop on by you forget what fun it is and how nice the people are so for Carolyn Jason Ian and myself John we're out of here bye now bye bye Bye. Bye-bye. 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 I want to see the studio band play this song. <laughs> we should have closed with Behind the Waterfall. I know we should. Well, I didn't have it ready. Don't so. there, I think that should be our new, uh, you know, our new. Oh, we can't. I guess we would have to have. Uh... <laughs> what instrument is the. I don't know. It's guitar. Big finish, everybody. The timpani. Yep. 
get a little symbol crash at the end there. Thanks for listening.